Welcome to the Lost at Home podcast. Here are your hosts, Scott Bear and Jeremiah Johnson. Welcome to the Lost at Home podcast. My name is Scott. I'm Jeremiah. And we're back for episode 106. Welcome back, everybody. Nothing special about 106. No, but today is uh, Super Tuesday. Yeah, right. We're recording on Super Tuesday today. We're, um, uh, we're currently missing early polling results. Is that is that now? No, no, uh, not quite. Probably, probably getting there. We're getting pretty close. You by know, the time, by the time we're we get done, home, yeah. yeah, by the time we're done, this uh, you know will be closer to when we start getting those in, uh, which is what it's counting. I'll pay attention to uh, some of them. Uh, you know, we, we we like a little Bernie guy, but uh, he's got a he's got a long road ahead of him. Um, and yep. uh, but we'll see. Yeah, whether you whether you like up. him or not, or anyone else or not. Remember, it's just Super Tuesday. They're not actually out if they don't win today. Hillary in two thousand eight didn't even drop out until June. Yeah. So yeah. D- don't don't well, count yeah, your d- chickens. D- d- it really depends on how close it is. If they're if somebody like uh, sweeps somebody in Super Tuesday, they might as well just drop out. But uh, True. if but we already know that he's not getting swept because he's got uh, Vermont locked down and a couple others pretty much. So we'll see how things go. But yep. we know um, we know everyone's got problems. I mean, heck, Ted Cruz is the Zodiac killer apparently. But I, we'll, we'll get to that in a little bit. I know. I, mean, I, I, it's I, uh, I you know I've been thinking about that. I I. I I knew there was something wrong with him, but uh, yeah, well, uh, that's going to be uh, at the top of our show, pretty coming up pretty soon. But we got a couple of little pieces of housekeeping to take care of as usual before we jump into the fun. Yep, we'd like to uh, shout out to the Potter and Family on Twitter. If you're not aware of this, uh, search under the hashtag Potter and Family, and you'll see a whole whole plethora of shows. I mean, I think God, it might be up to eighty hundred now. New members are joining all the time. Eighty hundred. Um, that's fucking. That's eight thousand. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lot. I mean, it just keeps growing, and I gotta say, it's a good thing. We uh, we share, you know, each other's shows with each other. We listen to each other's shows. Uh, we we just help each other, especially if you're a small new show, new podcast. If you're listening and you have a podcast, you might want to contact someone within the Potter family and you know talk about becoming a member. There are some rules and guidelines. I mean, any old schmuck can just use the hashtag, but to use yeah. it properly, we, we've got a little thing worked out where. There's some codes of conduct and stuff where we all help each other. Retweets, sharing, iTunes reviews, etc. It's a nice little collective. And if you like our show, you might like other shows within that uh, that umbrella. Uh, definitely some good quality content in there. Like, uh, let's see, what, what the Quadcast? Uh, done by the Quadfather. Oh, yeah, yeah. We were uh, old school Quadfather fans from we are. a while ago. Yeah. He does some of the best retweets, too. He's not lazy. He doesn't just click the retweet button. He, like, does the quote retweet, which oh, to yeah. me is unheard of, ungodly... 10 steps beyond what you should normally do. Darn. Like, you have to type a sentence yeah, that's, that, that's, that's meaningful that connects to the original tweet. Damn, you gotta use brain and shit sort of for, like, for 100 characters or so, or probably 20. Yep, and, uh, I don't know, if you, uh, if you like our show, check out other shows within that hashtag. It's as simple as going to Twitter and typing in hashtag Potter and Family. Right and on. if you're on Twitter and you want to find us, you can find us at the Lost at Home, and please, uh, talk to us. Come, come conversate. We like uh, talking to our fans. So, um, as far as housekeeping goes, I think that's all we have until the end of the show. Yeah. Um, I guess we can jump right into web droppings. Yeah, let's do it. Web droppings. All right. Uh, for web droppings, we already hinted about Ted Cruz being the Zodiac killer. So, let's just start there. Sounds good. Um, uh, yeah, like I said, I, I thought this guy was, uh, there's something up with this dude for a while. He's creepy. So, uh, His and face you know, is creepy. And here's the thing is you can draw these correlations. You can say he's, he's got creepy. a creepy face. And Zodiac Killer, that was creepy too. So. His face wasn't nearly as creepy, even but, though we've never seen it. I'm yeah, just making that guess. I'm guessing it was not nearly as creepy as old creep face. See, I'd rather look into the eyes of the abyss that is the Zodiac Killer and know that he's killed many people 
then look into the eyes of Ted Whatever. Cruz and wonder about how many kids he's touched because he looks like <laughs> he a does. southern he looks like Baptist a, pedophile. He looks like a diddler, man. Yeah, he looks like the a old, diddler. Old Cruz, he's a diddler. You know, it's too bad because he's probably not. But you know what? We're gonna go ahead and say he is. Some people just scream pedophile. Like you look at him, you're like, yeah, like the ones getting Ooh. molested. Pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> Those are definitely the people that scream, scream pedophile the loudest. <laughs> the ones being fucked by a pedophile. A lot of them even don't even know the word yet. Uh, the, they're uh, gonna learn it. That's terrible. It's that's be, terrible. It's gonna be on all kinds of court documents. Yeah. Oh boy. Um, or at least scrawled lazily across your psychiatrist's uh, notepad years and years later. So we. What we. <laughs> that's just it over and over again. You just pedophile. Yeah. Um, so okay, so so I guess what I'm guessing here is that he's not actually the Zodiac killer. He's uh, something much worse. Absolutely not. He is not the Zodiac killer for many reasons. Uh, number one is age. His age does not um, fit. No, at it does all. not. No. No. Um, his age puts him at negative two years old. Right. And the first murder by the Zodiac Killer occurred. Well, that's what I was going to say is that Cruz isn't very old. Uh, I mean, in the grand scheme relative to the other uh, folks, anyway, that uh, are like in the Republican Party. I don't know how old he is, but he's not very old, uh, relatively speaking. Um, Zodiac Killer, that was a while ago. I actually don't know the exact range of dates. When was the first uh, Zodiac Killer murdered uh, or reported um, uh, murder? Do you know? I am looking right now. It looks like the first killing was in 1963. Okay. Right. Yep, and that would put uh no. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> Somewhere around there anyway. E- either no, way, no, no. Cruz... The, fir- the first confirmed killing was 1968, at which point Ted Cruz would have been negative 2 years old cuz Ted Cruz was born in 1970. Ted Cruz, that's it? Yeah, Ted Cruz is only 8 years younger than myself. Jesus, man. I I 8 years older, you mean? Um yeah. <laughs> You're 8 years younger than Ted yeah. Cruz. Yeah. <laughs> That would put him in the in his twenties. Yeah, so good with numbers. <laughs> not good with which one happens first. Uh, well, I actually didn't realize he was that young. I actually, I I thought he was like a little. Well, I guess I thought he was like five years older than that. I I put him in the mid sixties. But the reason why I was confused yep. about the years was it's it's thought that some of the earliest murders by the Zodiac Killer may have been in 1963 or as far back as 1963. But they've only been able to nail down uh, a 1968 murder as being his first, based on the fact that he started doing those weird clues, ciphers, calls to the police, etc. The Zodiac Killer was a bit of an attention whore. He didn't kill because he loved killing. It, it honestly kind of seems like he killed because he liked the attention that the police gave him. Right. Um, he had these weird codes he would, like, leave with the victims or sometimes just mail straight up to the police station. Like, they would get a letter and be like, ah, oh, another one from the Zodiac Killer. Yeah, and put it in the pile with the rest of them. It's like letters to Santa <laughs> They're not Claus. Even opening them. <laughs> just like, yeah, another letter from the Zodiac Killer. Dump them out on the desk. Uh, we went through all the letters 20 years later, and apparently in his first letter, he said, I'd stop killing if you guys would just pay yeah. attention to me. Yeah. <laughs> write me back. My name is, there's a return address in the goddamn envelope, man. Just come find me. Ah, this is a crazy Zodiac Killer. Don't give him the attention. Just kill Seven murders later. <laughs> Like, oh, My arm shit. is tired from stabbing. Just get, just get over with. Get me. Please. Ah, this kook on the front doorstep. He's talking about being the Zodiac Killer. Don't give him attention. That's what he wants. Just, <laughs> just arrest me. Ain't going to do that. That's what you want. 
Uh, a few other reasons why we can automatically exclude Cruz from being the Zodiac Killer, let alone from age, is that Cruz lived in California, or Canada, not California, where the murders were occurring. Well, that doesn't mean he couldn't have uh, taken some trips, been like, uh, he would have been at two- negative two years old, been like, ah, oh, I guess I'll go and uh, maybe do a little murdering well, down in California way. Nobody will ever suspect me. Man, weasel face. How about this? The letters given to the police I eat started yes. in 1972. When Cruz was two years old and probably could not not only write letters, but have a complicated ciphering code. So you he made you want to think. I mean, have you paid attention to how brilliant he is on the Republican campaign trail? The Zodiac Killer? Yeah. <laughs> he, he's, honestly, if he, if he ran, he would probably be the front runner today and be like, I murdered people. Oh, fuck. Somebody way crazier than Trump. Oh, he's in. Oh, he chopped people up and write letters to police officers. Oh, here's some various uh, ciphers. Mm. Too smart for me. I don't want. <laughs> I don't want old Professor Cipher over there as my candidate. Ah. Uh, now, if you want one last piece of information to basically completely dispel the rumor, please do. There's. I'm still not so many yet. many YouTube videos. If you go searching of Cruz uh, shooting things, tons, tons, and yeah, okay. you gotta, and you gotta love him because he prefers shotguns and rifles exclusively in all the videos. Okay. You never see him use a handgun. Which was the preferred weapon of the Zodiac Killer. Well, it's because he's all burnt out on handguns after he's been using them, killing people all day. Now he just wants to take a nice little shotgun out and, and have some good fun with it. I'm still not sold, man. See, I, I guess I haven't seen the shotgun videos. I've heard about them, though. I never pictured using a shotgun at a, at a shooting range. Like, they don't have range. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, but, they, they, I want to try the shotgun. Bring it in. Like, Bring in the poster. Yeah, Bring it in yeah, closer. No, yeah, definitely not no a shooting. Closer. Yeah. <laughs> definitely no not closer. Not a shooting range. No, I mean, what? Just to see if you could spray birdshot in that general direction. Yeah, like what do you I mean, do? I you, you, get got that, you get that man whatever, poster but, thing two feet from you. Yeah. Bam! And it rips it apart. You're like, it worked. Yeah. Hey, what do you know? Yeah, yeah I could j- just point it in that general vicinity, and yeah. I got it. Uh, I no, I was thinking like uh, shooting, like outdoor shooting ranges, which case for like skeet shooting stuff like that. Possibly, but, possibly. But uh, and there maybe, are shotguns that shoot slugs. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, or you just get it for any shotgun. Yeah. I mean, but it seems like a waste of if you're doing that. Then get, I mean, that's usually so you can take a shotgun hunting for larger animals. Oh and, yeah. And not like just birdshot. Whereas, like, if you're doing that, then why not just uh, at a shooting range? Fucking get a rifle, man. Those things are those things are fun. Yep. To shoot I would, people with. I'm so. not a gun person. I, I don't have a strong stance anti or pro. Period. Yeah. But I think guns are fun, and I've shot them, and I probably will again in my and, life. Yeah, They're yeah, just here, fun to use. And here's the thing: is that I'm like I I, I wouldn't kill, I, I, I wouldn't shoot people, and I actually couldn't even hunt. I don't think I could kill a deer if you asked me. To. I I definitely don't. I mean, I remember. I I think but they're I, fun. I think I've killed like one thing in my life. Uh, Hunting wise, it actually wasn't for hunting. It was for uh, a, a neighbor who needed. It was a his wife much, was nagging him about the yep, dishes. Yep, he just said, "Go over and bring your cunt shot." <laughs> and uh, and I was like, "What the hell are you talking about?" I don't know, just something that'll kill that bitch. And I was like, "All right, I guess so." She was climbing a tree, looked a lot like a porcupine, uh, old porcupine fucker of a neighbor I had. No, it was a, it was a porcupine because those things get around and they. Uh, it wasn't for the pet things, but they actually. Um, you know, fuck up your trees and stuff like that. And uh, and I felt bad even doing it. The second I did it, I, you know, I was it was one of those things like, do it, come on, you pussy. And I like shot it, fell out of the tree, and I felt like shit. I never, I always went hunting out in the woods. Never ever tried to. It was pretty much to appease like some members of my family to go out and be like, yeah, see him hunting. Honestly, I just loved being outside. It was like the a nice time of the year and stuff. And I like shooting. And, and, like, and I like shooting like at yeah. targets and stuff. Like I, I had a. The, the, it, it is I had fun a to bang bang. You know, when I was like, a kid, I had a compound 
compound bow. I had a crossbow. Oh, I, I thought I was just going to say a compound. I was like, no. <laughs> there's guns all over the place there. No, my, my dad owned a few guns. You've heard of it. Yeah. Yeah, my dad owned a few guns. He taught me how to shoot. And it was yeah. fun shooting at targets. Like, yeah, exactly. I, and then years later, as a grown up, I play Call of Duty and Destiny and stuff like that, where all you do is run around shooting. Right, yeah. Like, there's but, no. But, which is but also very different than shooting a real gun, too. A lot of people no, who have no, never. No, it's not. It's <laughs> training. It's training, Jer. I'm getting ready. I'm getting ready. <laughs> You're not making a good argument for the violent video game uh, against violent video game argument. Um, so the uh, so yeah so Ted Cruz yeah uh, well right okay um, we have the Ted Cruz conspiracy theory that he's the Zodiac killer which by the way there was a poll in uh, Florida and I love that it came out that ten percent of the people polled in California uh, in Florida, Florida said that he was definitely the Zodiac killer yeah and it was like thirty two percent who were on the fence about it they didn't even see the pictures of him posing with the Zodiac killer like with an <laughs> arm around him and then they were like circling things this is clearly photoshopped. Yeah. He wouldn't be putting his arm around him. It'd be more like the Zodiac Killer swaddling him. <laughs> yeah. Like him with a handgun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they haven't seen the pictures of him nursing off of the Zodiac Killer before. <laughs> um, uh, the other uh, the other conspiracy theory that popped up exactly the same time as the Zodiac Killer thing was uh, John Benet Ramsey. Uh, her being Katy Perry. This also is making the internet rounds right now. I'm pretty sure you probably have a friend on Facebook or Twitter who's uh, reposted or posted themselves this little tidbit. Mm. There's even a video that goes along with it, which is meh. It's it's a bunch of sensationalist BS, honestly. Just you mean just a Katy Perry video? <laughs> Bing yeah. bang bong. I actually don't mind Katy Perry. The only thing good whatever. about Katy Perry is those that 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 cleavage. That's that's her selling point for me. She does have uh, great cleavage. I actually don't mind Katy, Katy Perry at all. I don't I don't mind a lot of the pop music. She's one of those. She, she's one of those faux really, Christians, so she kind of annoys that, me. That, that does annoy me a little bit. But like she she yeah. talks about how godly she is all the time, but then she goes on stage in a leather outfit that shows everything. It's like. I don't know if I don't know if Jesus supports that. Uh, Jesus was all about that shit. You'd know damn well Jesus would like he was walking around being like using his stature in the community to be like getting pussy, mad pussy, dude. Katy Perry would give him stature. He would he would need extra loincloths to cover <laughs> his stature. <laughs> uh, man. No, nothing really against her. I just don't like hypocrisy. But I'll look at her tits all day long. So she's got, she's got the, 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 the nice boobies. And, so uh, speaking yeah, of yeah. nice boobies, John Benet Ramsey. Dead. Sound like such a fucking four year old. Dead. Fucking 12 year old, I guess. <laughs> She's got nice boobies. I'll watch stuff with her. But uh, it's true. So. God, no. I never I never progressed past that point. God, no. I, no I'm not even going to defend myself for that one. Nope. Nope. Well, okay. I, I still look at a comic book and see the big old boobies with the big old butt where the girl's twisted inhumanly. Well, so you see both cleavage and yeah. ass. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm fine. <laughs> and, really, and, and really, the, the, the uh, word bubble that she should be saying is, help, Ow. I'm in pain. My spine is <laughs> irreparably damaged. Happen? And then all the guys be like, yeah, jacking off to this woman with. Uh, Terribly twisted. Oh hell yeah! Spies, I, I was a product of the nineties. I grew up on scoliosis girls. Yeah, fucking anything. Uh, J. Scott Campbell. Uh, oh, Generation he's X. He's one of my favorite artists. Still, With just though. just most ass, more ass than these torpedo boobs. Yeah, the torpedo boobs that are like much larger than, and then and then the I love the the size think, negative six girls with the four inch waist. I think J. Scott Campbell was a feminist. I think he was trying to tell an entire generation of women that you can achieve things even if your boobs are enormous and get in the way. No one could think you could be like a Laura Croft type character with giant tits, but video games taught me otherwise. I think women with giant tits can do everything regular women can. You think that feminism? Was, you think that was that's feminism? <laughs> <laughs> Guess there's some people out there probably uh, argue against your definition of feminism, but 
Uh, hey, you know. Well, I guess I just think women deserve more equal rights, even if their boobs are big. <laughs> different strokes for different folks. Did you catch that? More equal rights. <laughs> more equal rights. <laughs> yeah. All right. John Benet Ramsey died in 1996, and we do not know to this day whether it was fake or real due to conspiracy theorists. And there are a lot of conspiracy theories about what happened. Which means we sort of know it's. She obviously real, but... fell off the face of the earth. Right. Uh, her parents. Oh, that's one way to go if you're a flat earther. That's how you fucking die. You just walk off the edge. And you're just like, that's how John Bonnie Ramsey died. Well, a lot of people think her parents killed her. Right. I mean, that, that's that was, been that ruled was, out, apparently, yeah. by courts, you know. And, by, by courts, but it was... facts. It, it, yeah, it, it, was, it was one of those very controversial things at the time. It was almost as much as the OJ controversy where everybody's like, the parents definitely did it as oh, far yeah. as the media sensationalism goes. I don't know enough about it because that, that happened, uh, you know, when we were young enough, so. No, this was actually brought up on the internet by uh, Dave Johnson. He makes all these conspiracy theory videos. He's got a whole series of them, one being about the Earth being flat, one uh, about the Civil War having no casualties. Casualties. Uh, another that states that Donald Trump and Joe Biden are the same person, which I think is fucking hilarious. Um, yeah, so his newest one is, and it isn't even new, it's actually a year old. It just recently resurfaced on the internet around the same time as the Zodiac thing. So uh, he simply is trying to say that they're the same person. And his definition of facts to back up his claims, fact is a loose term for this man. Yeah, well, they're, he, I'm sure there's none. Well, their eyebrows. Eyebrows don't, this is a quote. They eyebrows don't change much on a person. You're born with your eyebrows. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I mean, he's not too wrong there. You are born with your eyebrows. That's true, but I'm pretty sure when I was my born with my eyebrows, they're about three quarters of an inch fucking long, and I'm pretty sure they're longer than that now. So they have changed over time. They also get bushier and different over time. Uh, so, yeah, things happen. Plus... Um, he also, uh, you're, you're, I, yeah, yeah, come on. Well, no, he also says that they're, they're eyebrows, not eyelashes, right? Yeah. So, so these are also things that somebody, especially like Katy Perry in the music industry, those are not the eyebrows she was born oh, with. Oh, no, she they're plucked, plucked the and shaped and yeah. painted. Like they're, yeah, and if, if they're not just completely painted or, you know, they're at least sculpted in some way. Or, I hope and, that, I hope yeah. they're choloed. Yeah. <laughs> and she, she completely <laughs> plucked them bald and draws them on every yep. time. I, I've definitely seen people full, with, she with went that. full cholo. Just bloop and then bloop. Um, more evidence he has is just so weird. He, yes. he states, Please use air quotes. I know you uh, you get uh, to me like uh, using air quotes too much uh, yeah. at the wrong time, but please, when you use the word evidence when talking about this stuff, <laughs> please, for the love of God, Scott, use more air quotes. Um, how about this one? Uh, their mother, uh, John Benet Ramsey and uh, Katy Perry's mother and father look alike. They look similar, probably. Alike. Does there is there any? Uh, did That's he bother? a similar word. to similar. It. it uh, did he? Did... No. No. He's not saying that they're the same people. He's saying that John Ramsey has a mother and a father. Katy Perry has a mother and father. And to back up the claim that they're the same person, both separate sets of human beings that he's recognizing as individuals that aren't the same look a lot alike. Right. That doesn't get you from point A to point B. No. No, it does not. No, two, two <laughs> separate sets of married couples looking similar does not mean both of their kids are the same child. <laughs> the same <person. laughs> That's just not how genetics works. I don't or think anything. this person knows how much of anything works. Uh, I like that kind of. I wonder if this is the same person. I almost. I was looking around when you first came to the the table because we have sort of another mistaken identity story later on, which is different. In uh, it's not a conspiracy that that's a war, but we'll get to that one. But I was looking for something similar, um, and I did actually come across one, but it wasn't really a story. It was just something on Reddit. Somebody had posted. Um, it was one of those videos with like sixteen hundred views and like 
somehow it has 1800 thumbs downs because like more people have actually just given a thumbs wow. down than it actually looked at it but it was one of these things where this guy that's clearly I couldn't even tell if it was a joke but clearly stoned was doing like a video comparison of Wayne Gretzky and Rand Paul saying that they're the same person and it's because they look sort of alike in their childhood <laughs> photos not even till today <laughs> like, look, he's like look at these childhood photos and they, they were like totally separate pictures like a close up yearbook photo and then it would fade into this photo of like There's of Rand Paul yeah. uh, bent over uh, dissecting the cat like that picture that they've got there and it's like totally like, one's a profile view and he's like yeah look at that huh oh, look at that wow and, and, yep. and the whole time it was yeah huh look at that look at that uh, pretty uncanny, huh? Look at that. And they yet still grew up to be separate people somehow. <laughs> yeah, and especially the, like not. How did that happen? And those are and those are people that like <laughs> they're both still alive. So uh, there's not even like a, a where you could actually be like, oh, maybe you just go find both of them and talk to them at the same time to debunk what you're talking about. But in this case, it'd be tougher to do because John Bonnie Ramsey is not around, so you can't like be like, oh, find them in the same room. Um, same with Ted Cruz and the Zodiac Killer again. True. Now, um, to move into our next web dropping, um, this is one of those sticky situations that we're facing now. Um, it it kind of deals in the current political climate, so I thought it was a good Super Tuesday story. But um, Virginia court officials tell atheist couple they have no right to get married because they don't believe in God. Um, I, I, I didn't have a chance to snope this one, have you? I, I, I looked it up on Snopes and it didn't come up. So I have I not, and I've it. seen no reason to think it's not real it's got good detail in the story i mean that doesn't really mean a whole lot i guess when you get right down to yeah. it yeah and it seems like something that would be easy to debunk by just looking at official records because it it's be, also yeah. super current um yeah. actually it's not uh the story is a year old hey look at that super huh. current it's very interesting that this story came back into uh, probably because of the current political climate they're yeah. trying to bring it up yeah, to mention that. the fact like uh what's her name a uh, troll woman with three marriages who denied gay couples uh, uh, marriage licenses. Oh, <laughs> troll woman, yeah. You know who it? Kim Davis. Yep. Uh, this probably came back up because of similar things like that and the current political climate. But yeah, it's uh, apparently the story is about a year old. Sorry, I didn't fact check the the date on it, but well, it's still least, a very it, it, relevant story. It does at story. least lend more credence to the fact that I couldn't find it on Snopes. So. True. Um, what essentially happened about a year ago now is that a, a couple, one of them an atheist, one of them an agnostic, uh, went to get a marriage license in Franklin County, Virginia. Um, they went to their local courthouse, essentially doing what some would call eloping, um, just getting the license, having it signed, officiated right there, and done and dealt with. Uh, they were told they couldn't do that, and they would actually need to go to a local church to have uh, a legal ceremony, if you will. Um, they basically question this because uh they're not religious and at one point it came up in discussion what's your religion and they stated bluntly well, agnostic and atheist at that point the uh court official not a priest not a reverend not a pastor a court official said they could not get married yeah from what I'm, I, I did actually take a quick peek around for some other um sources of the story and it sounds like it's actually pretty similar to the kim davis thing where it's like a it's very specific uh, a court clerk that was just like, yep. no, this goes against my beliefs of, of. And, and I hate, I hate to they, tell you, court clerks are public servants. I know you it, don't get a say in this. Well, at first, and when, if you don't want to do your job, you should be fired or get a job where you can have your weird religious beliefs and practices, like a church. That would be great. Yeah. Like a church, absolutely. You can go if, work if, for a church. If, if you if if you went to a church and you said you wanted to get married under the eyes of God but don't believe in in God, well, then that's they very well. And same with like in, in gays and stuff like that. Churches could very well say, well. It's pretty like you can go get married in the eyes of the state, 
but we can we have the right to deny you yeah. like marrying I, you yeah. as a, a marriage. You can go get a justice of the peace or uh, go to the courthouse and get married there. It I got married. It doesn't in, prevent I got married you. in a local. And I got married in town hall. You, yeah, you were there. I, I was there. Yeah, you made a lovely bride. I know. <laughs> they let us do it. That was the point. We were trying to like make a big splash, be like, yeah, they're going to deny yeah, my, us the license and everything. No, my wife and I did that we're there. Atheist, we eloped and we just didn't really want to deal with the religious part of it. I told my wife early on, like, no freaking way is a priest marrying us. Yeah, well, I mean, and a lot of, I mean, I, I actually don't know when the last um, wedding uh, I went to where a priest was involved at all. Most of my friends are, you know, whether they're atheists or agnostic or, or religious, it doesn't really matter. They... A lot of them just chose justice of the peace over getting, uh, you know, doing it actually in a ceremony like a church ceremony because none of them are actually religious, even if they believe in God. Um, so it's, you know, you can still just get a justice of the peace or like, in you know, in these cases, go to City Hall and just get a marriage license and get married under the law. But you you have the right to get married under the law because especially atheists and, and agnostics uh, who have nothing to do with even like uh, gay marriage laws or anything like nope, that. So. Nope. Um, in fact, here's a quote from uh, Bud Roth, who was the court-appointed officiant for uh, Franklin County, Virginia, the one who turned them down for the marriage. Ain't right. Here's his quote. Because she's agnostic and you're an atheist, I will not marry you. You don't believe in God. I just don't marry anyone who does not believe in God or does not or believes that there is not a God someplace. So I'm not going to talk the issue over with you, and I'm not going to argue about it, okay? I'm just not going to marry you, correct? Great, yeah. So and you'd be like, no, not correct. We are two taxpaying, law-abiding official citizens, and you have to do that yeah. because I'm asking you to, and it's not up to you. Yeah. Uh, it is up to us to come to you and get paperwork to get married because that's what it takes is a piece of paper. Yep, and that's it. Um, so, like, also, your, your wife is in a... Uh, a sack and you just lug her here I'm pretty sure that's not okay hey listen marry me and my sack wife now that's all I want come on now, now I could see the argument against that to bring up a, a point here I guess is to show that like religion isn't as pervasive um, we're in Vermont we're in a very secular state overall um, Vermont ranks third from the bottom out of all 50 states for the amount of religion in your state or yeah. religious belief yeah we're kind of lucky in that regard I yeah. mean it, as far as I'm concerned sure Religious people. Yep, only 20, 21% attend worship at least once weekly. Um, only 41% believe in God. 32% say religion is important, meaning uh, the rest don't. So Yeah, um, so we must uh, we must have like a lot of uh, loose morals and high crime rate and things like that, right? right? Yeah, Vermont, which has had uh, one mass shooting in how many years now? Like zillion in, ever and ever like we had one this year technically it only met the, the the mass shooting statistic based on the number but the situation was a little more weird yeah one person killed one place three somewhere else and it was all related yeah uh, yep. it was family no no that one that one was a huge story and that's so like out of the ordinary obviously but um also i'm pretty sure i bet you you asked i remember that uh my guess is those people were actually probably religious too Correct. Um, let's see. Looking at the chart, and this is some interesting stuff. Alabama Not and a correlation. I just, oh no, no, no. But yeah. Alabama and Mississippi are tied for the most religious state with seventy-seven percent believing in God. Um, going down the list to the other end, at number fifty, you have New Hampshire, followed by Massachusetts, which ties it, and then Vermont, Maine, Connecticut, and Wisconsin. Pretty much most of the Northeast, and then... <laughs> oh, if you keep going through the list, it's uh, Washington, Alaska, New York, Hawaii. Um, then Colorado at 41 is the one that kind of breaks the middle territory of the country. Right. Yeah, if you stick to the coasts and the borders towards the north, 
and east and west. Yeah, you tend to have uh, a little bit less. Uh, it's pretty much like the. I mean, there's there's the Bible Belt, which is really oh, absolutely where the most Bible Belt. You get yeah. the first like I mean, you, nine you, in a row here. You probably probably out of like ten of the states, you have probably eighty percent of the. Um, those are totally out of my ass statistics, folks. By the way, just gonna pull some shit out of my ass. Uh, just say like, yeah, probably if you take like ten states, it's eighty percent of the population of religious people in the United States. Why the fuck not? Sounds like a good number. I do have uh, to say though, the the least the point religious across. states are also the states with like highest education levels, lowest crime rates, yeah. uh, well, be- better class of living. And like, there definitely there's is a, there's something to be said a about correlation there. Yeah, I the, mean there's there's generally like the, it, there is a correlation between and a lot of it isn't. Again, we're not even saying the there's like, not well, a direct connection. Yeah, and we're not necessarily going with the causation thing. We've already had podcasts about that. Yep. but you can definitely draw you can definitely draw some point A to point B to point C. Uh, connections oh, between yeah. it's not saying oh if you believe in god you are therefore uh uneducated blah 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 but no. a lot of people who turn to religion uh tend to be in uh worse spots i mean generally you have more of a reason to turn to an invisible force because nothing else is going right so when you're poverty stricken or you feel like you can't get out and you have issues like yep. that then you're more likely to turn to it or when you have times of hardship problems with you know with family things yep, like that you're, you're more likely to turn to god which is more, more of reason why that is not so much that people are dumb because they believe in god or the other way around it's just uh tends to be the statistics just kind of stack up that way they do they definitely do i mean if you look at one and then the other there's definitely something when there. things are going pretty damn good for you you're just like well, i don't really need to believe in god that's that's fine i don't need to spend my time praying things are fucking fine without it and then you just doodly do and whistle along your merry way yep then you get aids Yep, because <laughs> that's like, the order. Because <laughs> that's just God spitting on you, being like, oh, yeah, well, tell you what. God's, like, God's spit is very vir- virulent. Vir- virulent. Virulent, yeah. Yes, yeah, high, high concentration of HIV in God's spit. Yep. Moving on. That's why he gave it to those gay chimps ages ago. I think that's how it worked. Right? I think that's how it worked. God, I don't know. God created gay chimps. I don't know. I'm just making shit up, pulling shit out of my ass. Going to go ahead and say gay chimps started it. Yep, Jesus pulled a very specific bone out of his body for that one. Yeah, here's the oh, one. Oh no, I, that was Adam. Didn't yeah. Adam pull a bone out to make women? Uh, I, he, I so don't know my used, stories, used my Adam, mythology. Use Adam's rib to. to I make confuse you, yeah. like uh, Greek mythology Which, and modern mythology all the time. I'm like, didn't Adam pull a, a rib out to make a geese that then raped a town's girl that <laughs> then made like uh, Abel and Cain? Yeah, and there was a giant. They started a, a metal band and fought a giant. Yeah, it was a giant with like a like a, a beanstalk and stuff like that. And then God was like, Jesus, stop flying so close to the sun. Yeah, and then Jesus is cross burned and he had to he flew down and he melted. Because yeah. he was also plastic. And then uh, and as he died, he looked in the puddle, and that's where we get narcissism from. Yep. <laughs> we just blew a bunch of stuff together. Uh, I believe that's my current recollection of the Bible. Yeah, and yeah, moving yeah. on. No, I believe uh, God uh, you know, used Adam's rib. It wasn't like Adam like took. It was like, maybe if I take this rib out, a woman will happen. He was like, come on, God, I want a person. He's like, I'll make you a woman. We're going to need one of your ribs. Because apparently he used everything up ever to make... Adam, I don't know why how that makes any sense. He's like, oh, I'm God, I can do anything. I think Adam and was then, sick of masturbating, and the rib meant he could still fuck himself. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was part of him, and it became another thing. Oh, so I see. Oh, okay. He's tired so he's of using like, his use hands. So yeah, he, use he made a me. pussy. Use a piece of me, and he's like, all right, I'll use. A, you don't need all your ribs. And then also, uh, when she gets sick of blowing you, you'll have one less rib. You can bend over uh, easier and, and suck your own dick. Yep. Because I think that's how Marilyn Manson did it. Wasn't that a rumor back in the nineties? Yeah, there was no snake in the Garden of Eden. It was just Adam sucking his own dick. He looked all <laughs> serpentine, curled up in a ball. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. If you're yeah. still listening at this point, we're going to move on to the next story. <laughs> Got an apple shoved up his ass. Yeah, eat it. Eat it. No, that was the first ball gag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, trying to explain that to God, too. He's like, why did you eat the forbidden fruit? It's like, the only ball gag I had. I'm not eating it. I'm using it to gag myself. Did you want to hear me scream as I got whipped with those branches by Eve? <laughs> Come on, God. All right. What's the next story here? Cops. <laughs> Sorry. I'm still reeling from that. Cops. Honor student isn't who he is. <laughs> <laughs> this you, you the headline's the headline's the horrible. The headline's horrible. Honest student isn't who he says he is. I left out the word says, but yeah. still, it's a horrible title. Is. Yeah, cops. Right. Honor student isn't who he says he is. Yeah, so a Pennsylvania high school honor student, months away from graduation, is actually a 23-year-old Ukrainian national using false identity after his visa expired. Uh, getting too old for this shit. Yeah, he uh, he actually did four years of high school and almost completed his fourth year to graduate. Which may have actually been like his eighth because he apparently... For all we know. Yeah, we don't know where he went. He looks a little bit like a Frankie Muniz, except for the... Uh, he's he's Ukrainian, so I'm guessing those are radiation scars. Welcome in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um the funny part of this all is, is that he was an honor student. He was, a he really was good... part of the ROTC. He right. worked for the food bank. He was in a Navy, a Naval Sea Cadet program. Um, he had met and shaken hands with one of the state representatives, uh, Patty Kim. Um, he was honored like a, in so many like ways. I'm sorry, I'll give me back up a second. Just seems like a really random one to tack on at the end there. Shook a hand with somebody. <laughs> like she's a state so, representative, and she tweeted it. Okay, that to tweet it is whatever. She looks nice in a black dress, and he looks dapper with his medals. It, no, and, and the thing is, though, it and is there's a, an award. It in is a good picture, hand. but Certi- here's, certificate of recognition that I'm taking this photo yes, with you. Exactly, and, and that's all fine, like in some context. But it just the way you described it, <laughs> just like shook a hand with somebody. First of all, I want to tell everybody out there. Uh, they're your state representative. If you go up and talk to them and want to get your uh, shake their hand, they pretty much will have to and will definitely love to because they're like, yeah, young person, what I can else, get your what, vote. What else will they do? But I think uh, how far can you take that? Uh, I well, we've we, I don't know. We've got some uh, interesting. Uh, we we had that recent state senator who um, who uh, who was the uh, slept with a like a sixteen year old or something, right? Recently, uh, recently, really? yeah. No. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, it was a Vermont Vermont senator. The thing is, though, uh, he uh, wait. Sixteen's legal in this state. Well, no, that's the thing. Is it was actually oh it, cool. It, it, well, here, well, here's the thing. It's not a matter. It, it was actually not necessarily legal because he she was potentially a page or an intern. And so when you're in a position, uh, it's legal until you're in a position of power of some kind in uh, overseeing the person. So teachers can't. That's why the, the <coughs> you know the thirty year old teacher got busted for uh, hooking up with the seventeen year old student because she was the teacher and uh, uh, okay. fo- foster parents, um, step parents, things like that. Um, if you're enrolled, but what you know, if your but fantasy I mean, I, I could is, go and bang her and be fine. What if your fantasy is someone in a position of power? Well, you gotta wait till you're eighteen. Oh, that's not fair. All right. Um, as long, or they can be in a position of power, just not directly overseeing you. Interesting. Yeah. So she was that, and then all of a sudden it's being considered kind of taking advantage of them because you're, you know, being like, hey, you want that good job anyway. So yeah, there are a bunch of uh, there are a bunch of different types of representative. That's not what the story's about, Scott. Stop rewinding and getting back to shaking hands with people and get on with your fucking story here. Everybody's sick of these asides, man. What I love in this story is that the people he had lived with, uh, he didn't have family in America, so he stayed with uh, friends. Um, they actually had joked at one point about him being a Russian spy. 
Yeah, and he's like, oh, oh, yes, uh, oh, Vladimir, I mean, uh, definitely white uh, American name, not spy. <laughs> oh, I, hope, I would love it if he just acted like that. He yeah, was just uh, a nervous person overall. Just, just nervous, always in a flop sweat with a very thick, <laughs> thick accent. Like, oh, and his name is like... Uh, uh, Igor Spiverson or something like that. Well, his is actually well. He went by the name. Uh, it was. It, it was, it was like a Samirin. It was like his uh, it's like Peter All American or something. Ar- yeah. Artur Samirin. Oh, okay, so uh, they were like not like choosing a really generic like uh, uh, American flag French fry or something like that as as his name. Well, that was his real name. He was actually under a uh, false identity, which is one of the charges he's been uh, charged with now. Right. His false identity. His visa had expired. His American American flag he, French fry. There it is. His well, no. His, his fake name that he went by was Asher Potts. That sounds like a fake name, but it sounds like a pretty cool name. It's a, it's a little it's, cool. Asher's yeah. an interesting name. Although the thing is, though, it's not even a fake name, right? It was actually just uh, somebody. It wasn't necessarily somebody's identity. They're not sure, but it was. No, uh, he, as far as I can tell, he didn't steal anyone's identity. But it was fabricated, he just though. Created yeah. one. Yeah. So man, yeah, that's it's just. <laughs> yeah, my name's Rock and Roll Motorcycle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow, you're the coolest kid in school now. Yes, definitely not the Russian spy. <laughs> definitely not the Ukrainian spy. Neither. Who said? Nothing. Nobody said anything like that. I'll shoot you with my definitely American gun. <laughs> I kind of want to make a sitcom about this yeah, guy. Just him. About this uh, Russian spy high school student. Ugh, who, yeah. He would never get past the PC police that guard, <laughs> the, guard the gates now. Uh, Actually, Comedy Central might do it. Yeah, well, I think well, most of the cable channels that kind of spit yeah, in the face FX, of that. Yeah, FX, FX, FXX, or uh, Comedy Adult Central. Swim, Adult Comedy Swim, Comedy Central, yeah. Um, he is going to uh, remain in court uh, all the way through Thursday, where his arraignment is, and this will probably be the day this show drops. Uh, his charges include identity theft and tampering with public records. So... Uh, Honestly, I don't feel any ill will towards this guy. I kind of hope he, there's some loophole, and at least he I maybe, maybe just gets deported back home. Because here's the thing: is it sounds like they probably have a. I mean, first of all, uh, from the Ukraine, which, if anybody recalls, uh, was not. Uh, I mean, it's a fine place, but it, it, they have definitely had is some it? tumultuous times. Is the Ukraine in a fl- recent? I, I I can when I close my eyes and I think what the Ukraine looks like, all I can picture is Fallout Four. Okay, so maybe it's not because you based it on a video game. <laughs> I just see these people scavenging for cans of food, and well, their dog has half the hair it should and in patches. Well, from what I understand, there's really, there's really, it's a kind of a. Uh, I mean, I, I don't really know anything about the Ukraine, so I shouldn't actually be speaking anything. But from what I understand, nope. it's, it's just, like, just an uninformed, ignorant <laughs> opinion. So, it's so just I like anything it. where where there's going to be there's like the really troubled part, but they they've gone through some troubled times, of course, with uh, you know Russia just being like I want it and then trying to take it. Um, so there have been you know the yeah pretty much the uh, almost a civil war in a, in a way because of the uh, split between the people who actually want to be part of Russia, etc. Again, I don't know enough about this to even be talking no. about, it, so I shouldn't be speaking. Hey, but you anyway, know what? We, but I, what I'm saying is, it'd be nice if they you know my guess is the person wanted to get away from there, had a, a chance for a better life over here. It's not exactly easy to just pop over and be like, yeah, I'm here now. Um, and this was an opportunity for them. And they took fucking way more advantage of this opportunity than most of our spoiled American uh, kids going sure. to the school. Who knows? Maybe we'll find out he was a Russian spy and trying to get into the everything. And that's the reason he was going to ROTC and all this kind of stuff. No, there's but so, many, there's way so more many piece like, of shit high school kids that don't do fucking well, anything. And, and, they don't, and they take for granted, like, you know, the fact that they're Sitting not in living class in with some... earbuds in, watching YouTube videos and shit. Like, go fuck yourself. Oh, yeah, I remember you're, talking to... You're uh, getting an education. How about you actually, like, you know, flex a little and try to be the best you possibly could be one of our uh, old uh, high school teachers 
who still teaches music, um, not at the school we went to, but um, talked about like how it's just crazy how different things are because the first thing, something you never would have thought about, the first thing that has to happen when the kids come into the classroom is in they in a, a like a basket they throw their cell phones and they put their cell phones there and they get them back they put them on silent put them there and they don't get them back to the end of the class because otherwise they're just their faces are buried in yep and and again you know this is definitely that old uh old curmudgeon kind of like whoa kids i don't think people should not have phones and everything and i think that technology for the most part is is a good thing and going in the right direction but it is one of those things that's it's incredibly distracting so i understand why people would need to take it away from people yep. but you know here, here you have somebody who's actually taking full advantage of uh, a lot of the opportunities in the United States that other people take for granted, and it's just too bad that they weren't really allowed to. You, you know, it was probably not the best thing to do to be like create a whole false identity, etc. But I can also see where it's not all black and white, where it's just like you're a bad person because of this. They can be a good person doing it for the right reasons. They just did things outside of the law, and therefore should, you know, have to pay their dues for it but it hopefully they'll take that in consideration as the you know judicial system is want to do uh, and especially hopefully in pennsylvania um you know i don't know what that's like or actually this might be federal at this point i don't know because it's uh uh whatever but yeah all right um at this point we're going to do a quick advertisement and then we're going to move into our next segment dingo droppings so uh here let's listen to that ad hi have you ever had one of those days you're out in the park, hanging out with your 18-year-old daughter. You're fucking her. And then you, you get confused, and you end up running down the street. You're a little drunk. You're trying to tell people that she's being raped by a gang of five kids. Everyone who you see on the street, they look at you, and they're confused because you're so drunk, words are barely coming out of your mouth in an intelligible way. You're stuttering. You're falling down. You can barely walk in a straight line, and when you finally get someone to call the police, they show up, and they arrest five teenagers for raping your 18-year-old daughter. Now, you think that's the worst thing that can happen, but you know what? Incest is worse. Because you actually fucked your 18-year-old daughter and then told them to join in for fun, and she was like, yeah, she fucks two of them. And then they all get charged with rape, and then they go to jail, and it takes weeks until the story breaks where it wasn't a rape at all. It was just a weird public gangbang after some incest session with your daughter. You know, stuff happens. But as long as you have a nice ice-cold Budweiser in your hand, the day's going to get better. Life's going to get better. Because Budweiser, it's there for you. Please drink responsibly. All right, Very now good. it's time to move into Dingo Droppings. Dingo Droppings. All right. Uh, do you want to go, I'll go, go grab, grab him? Yeah, I'll go he's grab him. He's here today, right? Yeah, apparently he's okay. been here for a while. Uh, I'll I, fill in the crowd then. All right, um, everyone who's listening right now, um, we have a special guest today. For those of you who know Bruce Bruce Moran and his antics, you will be very happy to know that he is back. Hello, hello. Bruce Bruce. Hello. Brought us actually, another dingo dropping. Yeah. Yes, uh, actually, uh, it's, no, I, I was here not too long ago, but I, I didn't get a chance to see uh, Jeremiah when he was here, so it was good hanging out with him. Um, yeah, I, I, I actually uh, I, I actually have not been home since the last time I saw you. I uh, had a little bit of trouble um, on, on the plane with customs. Turns out uh, you can't fly with joint cages. I or, was uh, about that. You tried bringing yours home, didn't you? I, well, I tried. I, here's the thing is I knew better than to try to bring the uh, the joint cage carry-on. So I, I tried to stash it, and uh, I figured I'd, I'd, I'd go ahead and pay for the chick bag. But they tried to get me to pay for the kangaroo, remember? Cannabis kangaroo trying to come back home with me. No problem getting over here. It's no problem at all. I took a boat. 
But second I tried to take a plane back home, they said I had to pay for the extra the extra seat with the kangaroo. Just one? And I said... I said just one seat. Uh, well, well yeah, I, yeah, they said just one, yes. They weren't pulling I, any of that Kevin Smith's crap on me. No, you know? I never saw your kangaroo, so I was curious how big it was. Oh, it was a very large kangaroo, actually. I'm surprised they didn't uh, try to charge Kevin me Smith large? Yeah, uh, a little, little bit bigger than Kevin Smith. But uh, this wasn't that airline, which, whichever that was. Uh, this was actually Aussie Air. Um, but it was, I was flying out of JFK, and they, and they told me I had to pay for the extra kangaroo. I got on a big tiff with them about it. Uh, and finally, I decided to go ahead and give it a go, and I just paid for the kangaroo, and we started through. Fucking kangaroo was carrying. Carrying crazy weapons in, uh, in, in his, his pouch. pouch. And, he, and he's, trying <laughs> to, he's trying to explain to them. He's like, oh, I, didn't, I didn't bring those in. You know, those are mine. I was holding them for a friend, etc. But apparently, uh, kangaroos can't actually speak. So they didn't understand what he was saying. Just thought he was getting mouthy. He's kangaroo making style. weird grunty sounds. And then uh, now they've got him locked up. So I've got to stay until he. Uh, I can post bail for him and, uh, in kangaroo jail, which they do have. Uh, it's actually still in New York, though. And so uh, I figured I'd, uh, I'd zip back up real quick for uh, for a little bit of an outing because I've got some time here in the States. So, uh, Sounds good. Hopefully I'll be back soon, but uh, I figured uh, before I head back, I might as well drop a, a couple of stories on you. Actually, just one story I found. I uh, found it actually just kind of funny. It's uh, mostly because uh, here the thing is uh, being away from my family for the past few weeks and everything like that. Oh, they, they send me some stories and they, they FaceTime and, sh- and things like that. And, uh, and they sent me this very, very funny uh, 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 message about my little nephew. He's a four-year-old little boy, and uh, he's he's always your, been a your little, nephew's a boy. Uh, yeah, four-year-old little boy, and uh, uh, he used to be a niece, but uh, he decided <laughs> to go uh, the the trans route very early. They asked uh, very they, progressive they asked it. her what she wanted to be when she was a girl, and she said rather be a boy, and uh, and and there there she goes. Do you think that's a sound decision for a child of that age who also might want to be a cat or a dog? <laughs> well, actually, the, the funny thing is, it started out as a cat. But a female cat, and uh, then it moved to a koala because why not? Those are adorable. Then they found out koalas are mean, so they uh, they they said they wanted to be a boy. So here they are, a uh, little little boy, and um, yeah, very very fascinated with uh, gadgets and things of that nature, and uh, uh, likes snacks and stuff. So it doesn't really gadgets get out very snacks. much. Yep, yeah. gadgets and snacks, just like the rest of us. Oh, I love that show. I, I actually watched that soap opera for a couple of years. It was snacks it was, and gadgets, actually, I believe is what you Was it the about. soap opera? Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah they, it was they did riveting. the American version of uh, gadgets and snacks. Yeah, they reversed it. Rolls it. off yeah. the tongue a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, they did they did uh, six episodes in, uh, in Australia and 455 in the United States because apparently you like to just beat we, your fucking shows to death. We have more snacks. You do have a lot more snacks. It's actually wonderful. It made a lot more here. sense story-wise. Like, I've gained I, at least 40 pounds while I've been over here. I've noticed. You've noticed, yeah. I've got a little junk in the trunk and uh, a, a little uh, slouch in the pouch. That's what I call oh, it. Oh, I was going to go for couch in the pouch because uh, it would make you look like you had that, That's actually belly. much better, but I was thinking <laughs> thinking on my toes, but I, I can't actually see my toes because of how much extra fat I've got there. So uh, a little couch in the pouch. And... Uh, well, the, the, my little nephew here, he doesn't actually see a lot of, uh, of uh, he doesn't get out that often. And uh, they took a trip out to the, the, the city and he got his first glimpse of a vending machine. Never seen one in his life. Thought it was fascinating. So I decided to go over there and he's like, oh, some Oreos, some some biscuits, etc. And uh, 
It, not like the biscuits you have. It's very different. Um, biscuits in a vending machine like you have over here would be absolutely. Actually, do they have those? They have a biscuit. You mean biscuit. you mean like southern biscuits? I'm thinking like salt, like like, a, like biscuits and gravy. Yeah, like one like you get a biscuit over here, and then that you go to a salt like a sausage and gravy dispenser. <laughs> no, uh, that would be amazing. Like with just squirts on top, like a like a Dairy Queen or something. I think if uh, someone actually invents a, a, a southern breakfast vending machine, they will become the new Red Box people. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh, that, this is actually pretty decent market maybe we can get it uh, worked out while i'm over here um well I, I thought this was actually kind of funny and a little heartbreaking because now the poor little boy i believe he's still stuck in the vending machine he actually for the very first time he, he saw it for the first time eyes lit up like a bugger all fascinated with it combination of his favorite things snacks oh there's some gadgets gadgets i've got to look over there and, and he stuck his arm in and he got stuck Oh boy, he needs, he he never wants to touch one again. Apparently, he's very very frightened. But uh, the the funny thing is, they never got him out. He's dead. He's. I, I'm looking at the story you sent me. I'm and making it, some assumptions. I haven't actually gotten an update from my family. It, well, if you read the last the two words. lines, it says he was freed and is now at the Royal Children's Hospital in stable condition. Well, that's very different than from what my family told me. They sent me pictures of his corpse rotting in a vending machine. Just a skeleton hanging out of the machine like the machine was going to give you a skeleton well, for, no, for a dollar. What they what they actually did, I yes. wonder if it was a skeleton vending machine at that point. Yeah, well, there's Oreos, a skeleton, gadgets, <laughs> everything I like. But no, actually, what they did, you know, like when you get something stuck in like a tape uh, dick, they still have tape dicks around. Where you you get yeah you, 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 you put pliers on it and you pull as hard as you can well, whether some, you break what was stuck in it or sometimes not. you need to push it in a little bit first and then pull uh. it out you see so they kept trying that with a boy until he got all the way up in the vending machine and then he just got stuck all the way inside hands up like uh, frozen in carbonite kind of thing and he's just stuck in the vending machine just uh, but he ate all the Oreos had a great time in there then he suffocated. And uh, now he's uh, uh, you know he had a great time until that all the vending machine vented air. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's too bad. They make them really uh, tight. tight. Crisp the, cans of air. The, the, really, what happened is the security mechanism caught, and it locked up because it said, nobody's getting in here, mate. Nobody's getting my Oreos. that child who got all the way in there. Well, again, with the help from the authorities. And, uh, and apparently, so they called the vending machine company, and they were trying to get them, uh, you know, some help and stuff like that. And the vending machine company, yeah, we'll be out there in a couple of weeks. And they said, well, how, how much air is, is in one of these machines? They said, well, we don't really know. We've never really tested it. Probably a couple of days worth. And they said, well, how long can a four-year-old hold their breath? He said, I don't know, upwards of two weeks, probably, maybe. <laughs> and uh, so we just I, That's figured, a very good assumption. Like, that's, that's, wow. We went with it. The, the vending machine company, they know what they're talking about. So we just figured, go for it. We took the vending machine home. Uh, not we, but my family took the vending machine home. And because uh, they said, they, well, they can do that. Just return the vending machine when the kid's all, all good and uh, out of there. Uh, took the vending machine home and put it in bed, tucked it in, things like that. Next morning, kid's dead. Okay. Well, so, I'm sorry your niece slash nephew uh, met, this, met this end. Um, the, the story here does not validate your claims well this that, oh, I, I see that you're reading a story i was actually just uh getting you it's this the story straight from you the sent me well I, I hadn't actually read the story i was this this was straight from i, I got i'll get the, my facts straight from the, the source the here. headline literally says australian boy freed from vending machine <laughs> well but the thing is though it, it doesn't matter because what i'm pointing out is that the media will tell you just about anything to get you to buy something what are they gonna uh, is anybody gonna pick something up four-year-old dead in vending machine actually that would probably sell quite a bit better 
Come to think of it, that's clickbait if I've ever seen one. How did that happen, they said. And they, they opened it right up. They said, oh, I bet he was looking for some Oreos and gadgets. And sure enough, there he was. But uh, I feel bad for the for the family. A lot of love going out there. Uh, I might create a little bit of an in-memoriam for, for him a little bit later or something like that to maybe a little Kickstarter. Spell, you, you could spell out his name on the sand when you go back home, like around Melbourne, uh, in Dead Koalas. I could do that, yeah. Spell out his name in dead koalas. On the sand, so everybody, everybody sees a flyover and they yep. see... Oh, yep. man, All the new tourists coming in. In memory, of, the Melbourne in memory of, that, if, yep. of that kid um, that I definitely uh, remember very well. <laughs> definitely. All right, Bruce, Bruce, thank you very much for being Absolutely. on the show. Absolutely. I really appreciate it. It's uh, giving me something to do while I'm stuck in the States. Uh, hopefully, I'll be uh, able to get home soon, but if not, I'll pop back in. Absolutely. Right. You're always welcome. Thank you. Take care. And make sure to tell Jared to come back in. I, I'm not a good enough host to do this show by myself. All right. Well, Jer's coming back into the room. Let's uh, switch gears one last time and move out of Dingo Droppings into our main discussion piece for this week. Uh, all right. Hey, Jer. Thank yo, you yo. for coming back. No problem. Now, um, our main discussion piece of this week is a fascinating tale of a serial killer that, honestly, I had never heard of ever, ever, ever. And I've watched a lot of horror movies, documentaries, uh, the whole Zodiac Ted Cruz thing was put in our show specifically because of the fascination with like weird. Yeah. yeah. Um, this just basically we, bookends we like our show. We started with talking about the Zodiac Killer. We're going to end with talking about Joe Metheny. Joe Metheny was from the Baltimore area of Maryland and is known as uh, the our man stomping who, grounds. Yeah. Yep. He was known as the man who owned the human burger stand. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was good. I remember, I remember those days. It was around the time we were out there. Yeah, I think we actually ate at his stand once or twice. Couple, couple of human burgers. Pull, Funny, pulled, pulled pork and human. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Just good. Pulled, it just pulled human. It just said pulled and it, human. And it crossed out. I thought it was going to get a hand job. Yeah, I know. Well, that's the thing. And I was like, yeah, I thought I was disappointed. I two bucks was a little cheap for a hand job. Yeah, well, they're um, expensive for for Baltimore. Am I right, people? <laughs> Anybody from out there from Baltimore know what I'm talking about? Hey, listen, have you ever go to Baltimore? You know, I never paid more than two dollars for a hand job. I'll tell you that much. And don't don't ever buy a uh, human burger. <laughs> I'm here all night, folks. Like it or not, <laughs> fucking like it or not, I'm here all night. Now, Joseph Metheny uh, was known as the Cannibal Killer. Uh, That's a boring name. He uh, stated once in a police confession, and this is a quote. My murder rampage started out as revenge, but ended up as passion for the taste of blood and the overwhelming sense of power one gets from taking the life of another. Yeah, that's about usually I think how a uh, murder is. Serial killers yeah. tend to roll. Yeah, they're just Pretty like oh, standard. this is great. This is great. They they have some weird shit in their back story, and they're like, oh, uh, you know, a girl never kissed me or something like that, or well, daddy rubbed my shoulders too much. His isn't so far off. I mean, it does start back in 1994 during the summer. He was a truck driver, and he was living in South Baltimore, and he lived with, with what, in his own words, were his crack-addicted old lady and their six-year-old boy. Yep. One night, he came home from his truck driving job, and the house was empty. His wife had run away with their kid, and this is where he basically stated that his uncontrollable lust for blood and revenge began. Um, six months later, he learned that his ex had fallen on hard times and was staying with another man on the other side of the city under a bridge and that their son had been taken away from them probably due to the bridge dwelling I would I, say the I would guess the bridge dwelling had a lot to do with the six year old yeah, son yeah I'd say when like uh, social services comes by and sees Where, like what you got I'd be like oh yeah well you know it's not so much the under the bridge thing it's the fact that that's it's literally 
There's no there's no dwelling actually. <laughs> well, the bridge, bridge dwelling. The bridge is a roof. Let's be frank here. Yeah. Bridges are yeah. roofs. You're got, dismissing yeah. the walls. Well, I got a tarp. That's good. Got a tarp dangling from one of the the uh, sides of the freeway. Yeah. So, <laughs> I love that. One wall. That's yeah. good enough. It's good enough. Not the social I'm sorry, services. Social services you need two. two. You, need, you need at least two tarps to, to classify as a proper dwelling in the state of Maryland. So Metheny uh, then grabbed an axe and went to the bridge to right. search for his drug-addled uh, old lady yeah, and her yeah. new beau. Um, this is another quote from Metheny. They were not there. But the two homeless motherfuckers they got high with were there. They were passed out on some old stinking mattress, and that's where they were when I left. Except they were dead from being chopped up. <laughs> I like the way he talks, honestly. They're yeah. dead from being chopped up. Yeah, yeah. I, I read I read a lot of this guy's... Uh, um, like they had a headache yeah. from that from axe, axe in their, in their head. head. <laughs> yeah, from their head not being there. Because the head... Not there. Yeah, so he uh, he did chop up two homeless people who got high with his wife and her her bow, and uh, left them for dead on the mattress. I mean, left them dead, dead. on the mattress, yeah. not yeah. for for dead. Yeah, no, yeah, like chopped. You don't leave somebody for dead after chopping them yep. into pieces. Usually, they're just good and dead. No, he uh, he was trying to get information out of them as to where his wife had gone. Um, Unfortunately, he, he, he tried to question it. them after he chopped them up. Probably, yeah. I'm, like, I'm guessing he yeah. wasn't. He wasn't the smartest man. <laughs> no, yeah. All right, now that I got that, well, out I of want way, some answers. Crack. <laughs> <laughs> don't make me get rough with you. Oh shit! I gotta practice this murder thing over the next few years or yep. well after this double murder he then doped up a prostitute lured her under the bridge and he wanted to pump information out of her and this is another quote from him she acted like she didn't know so i beat the hell out of her and raped her ass then killed her oh because that's how to get well she didn't information. know Jared, yeah. she didn't know Man, I we could have found Bin Laden so much faster if we just employed some of those tactics. <laughs> just huh? airdrop Methody into I Iraq. Oh no! Chop, chop, chop! Rape, rape, rape! Dead, dead, dead! Oh, how about now? Oh fuck! God damn it! Not another one. Yeah. He then said that he did the exact same thing to another woman. And, and oh, maybe he should work on his tactics. They haven't worked for three people yet. Well, we're up to four now. Yeah, I know. Well, but, that's, I'm hoping this one goes better. Well, Can you explain no, no, his tactics? She, she didn't have answers. Uh, he uh, uh, beat, killed, did, raped. Did, yeah, yeah. Yada, yada, yada. <laughs> but this time an old man who was fishing saw him do it. So okay. he beat him to death with a steel pipe for being a witness. Well, that, uh, that one just makes sense, though. He then took At all least he wasn't four... still, like, trying to get answers out of no, him. Like, oh, no. where's my wife? He's oh, not... No, I just saw you murder somebody. That's all I... Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm murdering you for witnessing. Ah, pipe. He, uh... Taste he, my pipe. He then took all the bodies and uh, put them in the river. Put rocks and such in their pockets and put them all in the river. Um, this, the is, this is a little pocket? bit of a lengthy quote by oh, okay, him okay. here. Yeah. And he goes, I killed seven people. Confessing to three more later. This is a little yeah, bit yeah, of the future. Yeah. Three men and four women. And he was only tried for. He, well, I mean, so we'll, we'll get there. Oh, okay. We'll get there. We'll okay, get there. Good. Yeah. Two men I chopped Jumping up with ahead. an axe under a bridge in South Baltimore. That's the story we heard about the mattress. Dude, got that one now. I was the way. found Old not news, guilty man. for them because they couldn't prove I did it. Yep. Under that same bridge, I also killed two women and one man who was fishing, who just happened to be in the wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah. Well, I weighed their bodies down and put them in the river. I showed the police where I put them about three years later, but they couldn't find them, so they couldn't charge me for them. Yeah. So he admitted to killing all five of these people, and just, that was it. Like, so actually, that does bring no up a good question. Uh, no if, body, no crime. It, well, and that's, that, that actually, which is weird because somebody admits it, but it also makes sense because 
Anybody could be crazy and just go to the oh, thing. Oh, he could be like, like I killed people. I killed people. Go It'd for a nuts. walk with me. Let's and look under the bridge. I like this bridge. It yeah. was constructed in 1912. <laughs> I'm a bit of a bridge nut. Yeah, boy. <laughs> he just uh, wants to talk history yeah. of bridges. <laughs> I'm a bit of a bridge nut. And In fact, no one will listen. So much as some motherfuckers <laughs> dwelling on it, they're getting chopped. Eh, chop, chop. Sir, if you, if you can't find the bodies, we're going to have to move along. I raped her in the ass, too, and then hill I killed a hillbilly with a pipe who was fishing for for carp. Yeah, that's it. Carps. Yeah, carps. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> sir, car Just car sure. sir, the plural of carps is uh, carp is carp, not carps. Well, he was still Poking fishing. Holes. And I Poking holes in my story. I fucked him in the ass, too, and then ah. I fucked the carp. That's right, and then I fucked the pipe. <laughs> <laughs> just making shit up. Yeah. No, 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 not this no, bridge. You, you can see from the nice architecture over here, this is uh, turn of the century stuff, but it's still standing rock see hard. The, see the three-tier construction on the inside? They were doing two-tiered up until this point, but early infrastructure <laughs> faded quickly using poor building supplies. The next generation cement that they started using with this one allowed for three-tier building and not having its weight collapse itself. Sir, w did you kill someone? Are you... What? What? I told happening? you about the raping and the pipe fucking. What else do you want from I me? I raped that pipe hard after I caught it fishing. You fetch getting all jumbled, man. Oh, jeez, Louise. I knew I should have written it down, pulling out index cards out of his back pocket. <laughs> it's spilling everywhere. Oh, jeez, Louise. I just wanted to talk about bridges. <laughs> Poor Joe Matheny. He's so misunderstood. Joe Matheny, bridge enthusiast. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez! <laughs> so what, what right. next? So we jumped in time now. We jump one year ahead. Um, in 1995, Kathy Ann Magaziner and Kimberly Spicer. These sound like these fake names. <laughs> <laughs> these sound like Joe <laughs> Methody names. I'm trying to like. Oh yeah, uh, my friend. Uh, 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 Kathy Magazine. Magazine. Yeah. yeah. And, like and just looking <laughs> over, like looking around the room at like a mag. Oh, magazine. And, these uh, guys are so zing his lie. Yeah. Which is really bad. Like, looks over at a spi spice rack and uh, yeah, Maggie Spicer. Lamp, lamp Tabasco. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, Cop Jenkins. That's me. You're looking at my name tag. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, just talk about bridges already, okay? I'll listen to you. They were lured, both of these girls were lured to his trailer home where they were both stabbed and strangled. Trailer home. Now, the reason why he's known as the cannibal killer was at the same time he had a uh, local beef stand that he was running that sold uh, burgers, roast beef, pork sandwiches, pork, 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 yep, uh, meats. Yeah, yeah. What he would do is he chopped up his newest victims in his trailer, put them in Tupperware bowls, froze them, and then at the beef stand, he would mix the human meat in with the meat he bought. Uh, saying that, uh, and this is another quote, I cut the meat up and put some in Tupperware bowls and put them in a freezer. I opened up a little open pit beef stand. I had real roast beef and pork sandwiches. They were very good. The human body taste was very similar to pork if you mix it in together no one can tell the difference okay well i mean first of all i don't think anybody would be like this tastes awfully like human and then like ever call you out on they just be like okay his this yelp so reviews <laughs> suck <laughs> yeah it's a good thing they didn't have like back then yeah i tried the beef tasted a little bit like human yeah <laughs> i've had a wedding ring in mine <laughs> yeah, there's a whole fish pole in mine i don't know how that happened and a, new, and a recently fucked pipe yeah <laughs> Hey, don't dock my fuck pipe burgers. Those things are off the hook. Oh. Uh, 
His uh, his own cannibal killing spree ended in December of 1996. He was running low on meat for a stand, and he requested the presence of a prostitute at his trailer. Uh, the tra- the, the uh, prostitute cra- Craigslist thing is definitely not for murder. Yeah, yeah. definitely not go- about to be fed to people. Uh, he uh, he got Rita Kemper to come to his residence and immediately began assaulting her, but for some reason turned his back on her for what was stated to be a split second. Rita then seized her opportunity and fled out the door, and she managed to run to a phone and call the police. Uh, the police showed up, and he surrendered without any fight at all. No, and he's a large fella, so he probably could have put up. He is gigantic. But, and, and, and part of his... He uh, ate a lot of people <laughs> himself. <laughs> like, I don't think any of it digested. There's just, like, he's humans in him. He's probably lying about feeding it to people just because he's like, well, I'm fucked. I'm going to jail yeah. forever. Let's make this interesting. Yeah. He just <laughs> ate him himself. Yeah, sir, we found an entire shoe in your digestive tract. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, well, I ate him. He, uh, con- he confessed to... 10 murders, oh, I yeah. believe, total. And they got He's him on... only charged with three because there's no evidence of the others. He right, was three... actually really good at hiding bodies. Three and then the attempted... Uh, the woman that got away, he got 50 years for that. He actually got two life sentences, but one was a life sentence, the other one was a death sentence, right? Yep. But they overturned his they death overturned sentence. They overturned his death sentence. And turned in into 2000. another life without p- parole, yeah. Yep. And when the jury handed down the news that they were uh, changing it to life without parole, uh, Metheny turned to the jury and said, I quote... I dug up the skull of Kathy Magaziner, then washed out the maggots and made love to it. The words I'm sorry will never come out, for they would be a lie. Yeah, I'd say when somebody digs up a skull and fucks its maggot-infested brains out, I'd say you're probably beyond I'm sorry at that point. First of all, if you said it, I said that to the jury. He looks like, I dug up her skull and (laughs) fucked the hole. (laughs) (laughs) It was right after the verdict (laughs) verdict came down. It was just just, unanimously. Yeah, just right right after. Dude, if you were that guilty and had no recourse and were never going to see light again and just you're done and you're that nuts where you're fucking killing people and cooking them... Dude, go for broke. Well, and that's why there's still not like there's still not a guarantee. You hear me, that people be... out there who fit this category? <laughs> go <laughs> for broke. Seriously, if you're in it, just fucking go. Tell nuts. the last no podcast sent you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did it because a podcast told me that we're gonna be like censors all over us. Now we're gonna fuck up the whole podcast industry, the the wild west. The uh, the thing about it is. Uh, the whole cannibal part of it is based on his confession of that. Um, so there's not actually, like, proof that occurred. It's based on his confession. There's also no technically no proof that he killed the additional people, although a couple of them are corroborated with events that actually occurred in missing yep. people. Um, so but it's proof. a matter of what they actually found. So the, the whole eating people thing could have just been him just getting some kicks uh, at the end of it. I, I hope so, because we did. His fucking burgers were awesome. They did taste a little <laughs> bit human-y, but, um, but apparently the pulled pork was... I don't think I ever had much of his pulled pork when we were down no, in Baltimore. No. no. Uh, very large dude. He admitted that he definitely deserved to be where he was, and also apparently uh, is a skull fucker. Yep. Uh, so I don't know about that uh, one. That sounds a little... Uh, that hi, sounds my, even a little out of his MO. My name is Joe Metheny. And I gotta tell you, there's almost no distinct taste difference between human flesh and pork. That's why Arby's has its new pulled pork special. (laughs) (laughs) Smothered in their house signature barbecue sauce with layers of pickles and fresh coleslaw. You can't even taste Jim, Jane, Alice, (laughs) Park, (laughs) Paul. All those people who reported those workplace accidents that were never found. How do we keep our workers' comp numbers (laughs) so low? Nobody ever finds them. Eat at Arby's. Um, uh, okay, so I don't want to clean out the meat grinder. I know what happens in there. <laughs> Shut up, Jimmy. Clean out the meat grinder. Tell him Methany sent you. All right. Um, 
This brings an end to our show, and before we leave, we actually forget to do this a lot. We'd like to suggest to anyone who likes listening to the show, whether you're a long-time listener or a brand new listener, uh, to go to iTunes and leave a five-star review for the show. We right read on. them all on air. Uh, in fact, we have four brand new ones that we'd like to read right now. Uh, Jer, I'll take odds if you want to take even. Sounds good. All right. Uh, a great podcast added to my list from Paco31179. I enjoyed the podcast I've listened to. Subscribed and looking forward to new shows. Right on. Thank you, Paco. Uh, thumbs up by B-Man DJ. B-E-A-M-A-N DJ. B-Man? B-Man DJ. B-Man DJ. Um, uh, I really enjoyed this podcast. Give it a try. Next one says, Very Cool by Still Dave in Wisconsin. I'm guessing WI means Wisconsin. Probably. It's here that I mean, I know that's what it stands for, but yeah. Or <laughs> it could, they it missed could be World War One. With <laughs> <laughs> they missed <laughs> so many <laughs> War One. War One. <laughs> World One. <laughs> What's your favorite war? War One. War One. The only fucking <laughs> the war. Only the original. Fuck. All the sequels suck. You disagree, pussy. Yeah, I know. Everybody's all like, "Oh, World War Two, that's the one." But fuck I you, man. The I think War Two is derivative. Yeah, yeah. It's the original. That one is just trying to get all Temple of Doom on us and be like, "Oh, we're way over the top." No, man. I'm fucking going straight up old school war well, one baby still dave in war one says great podcast lots of fun trigger warning don't listen to thin skin i read this one at the top of the show before Looking we got forward into to a new episode <laughs> love it exclamation yeah. points he uh he did two exclamation points so we uh, determined he, that's he, okay it means he really liked the show and he might be suffering from the loss of a loved one so he didn't leave three three right because i remember we had a whole breakdown of how many is, we did is but okay. it evolves over time i don't think that's something you could ever use as a fixed point for for future reference no, it, it's dynamic I mean, it's it, it does yeah it, it, it depends on the culture two uh, exclamation the points definitely means you want to leave three but someone close to you died recently so right. you just couldn't. so you're just like well now it's now really the right time to use three right well, maybe like a week ago i but... used three in the invitations to the wake i mean should yeah. i overuse it this week yeah, it was like when I was, when I... <laughs> Jim's dead! Exclamation, exclamation, exclamation. And then just, mm, no, and then you take off the second one. I want to be, I want to have some tact. It was like, never mind. Let's <laughs> okay, go to the last one here. Um, all right, we got uh, great show. Single from, exclamation point. Single exclamation point uh, from Russ MCLA 2012. And uh, this says, great show with interviews, news, and comedy. Exclamation, exclamation point. Uh, a must listen for all. Exclamation. Hashtag RDM. Exclamation. Now, if you add up all those exclamation points, we're up to four for that one. So uh, we thank you very much. Uh, Russ, uh, you are the listener of the week. We appreciate and applaud you. Thank you very much for leaving that wonderful five-star review. Uh, if we ever meet you in public, you will get a hand job from Jeremiah mm -hmm. and a back rub from me. Yeah, we, uh, if you want them simultaneously, that's fine, uh, as long as we're both in the same place. Same yeah, time. we call that a, uh, a Vermont um, primary. Yeah, we uh, we might actually. Uh, I call it a Super Tuesday today. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, for for today it's a Super Tuesday. Yeah. So if we run into you on a street, it's a two later, for Russ. Tuesday, Super Tuesday deal. Uh, I'll use both hands, and if you um, uh, you, you can catch us. in the butter. Uh, the way the way to do that is to catch us at uh, you know one of the. We might be back at like Vermont Comic Con later this year, stuff like that. Oh, we definitely. Know, we, we've already been invited. We've already put in our contract. Yep, but in so, the meantime, if you want to find us, you can go yeah. to Twitter and find uh, both of us kind of at the Lost at Home. Uh, Jerry, you can find you specifically at I'm at Sonic Jalopy on uh, on the Twitter and on the Instagram, which is I know that's for pictures and this is for words, but I uh, I do pictures more than words. Okay, and uh, you can find myself at Tears for Candy on Twitter, and that actually has a special significance. Uh, yesterday was Leap Day, and that Tears from Candy comes from Thirty Rock with uh, Leap Day Williams. Right, that's right. Um, also, you can find me on Instagram if you give a fuck at uh, Legend Tripper with an underscore in the middle. Right. 
Um, and besides that, you can go to lostknownpodcast.com, and that's our website. There's tabs at the top. You uh, break down our show. If you just want to find our interviews, there's an interview tab. If you just want to find our store, there's a store tab. We actually had some t-shirts bought this week, so we thank everyone who's helping us out and supporting the show. Uh, every dollar that goes towards that simply goes to us buying new microphones, new hard drives to store our episodes on, uh, keeping the website you know, bought and paid for, keeping right. that URL in our name, not Trump's. <laughs> Trump's name. Hey, Trump. Trump has me blocked on the, at the Lost at Home's official account. We are officially blocked by the official Donald Trump uh, that, Twitter that account. Feels pretty good, doesn't yep. it? I I had to actually start my Tears for Candy account <laughs> to read what Trump is tweeting. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Plus, I I have a cleaner feed there. I can just read about all the weird stuff Dan Harmon does. Speaking of which, um, this is kind of an AV Club shout out at the end of the show. Uh, Dan Harmon has a brand new show on History Channel. If anyone wants to check it out. Uh, I forget the name of it, but if you type into Google Dan Harmon History Channel, you'll find it. Uh, the first episode had Jack Black on it. It was freaking hilarious, nice. and it's great. And it was followed by another, uh, sh- basically it's two short comedy shows back-to-back. Uh, the other one had Paul Shear, and was another weird skewing of history, uh, where you take single moments of history and you examine them. And it was Hitler getting rejected at art school. Oh, awesome. And it was pretty great. And the Dan <laughs> Harmon one was uh, Jack Black being Beethoven and learning about our day and age and what we think of his music and getting to hear for the first time with a uh, uh, hearing aid. Oh, very cool. Uh, both shows were informative, taught you a little bit about history, but were super funny. Uh, Dan Harmon, has, the no, best, Dan the Harmon has no filter and History Channel let him get away with it, a little yeah. bit. And also has no problem being incredibly hilarious and, and smart at the same time, So as we know. All right. Uh, besides that, uh, everyone, have a great week. We will talk to you later. All right. Take care, everybody.
and travel.